In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, in his great mercy, we were dead in transgressions, saved us through grace, the grace of the cross and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the only Son of God. The grace that doesn't come from you and I, the grace that touched you when you were baptized, the grace that made you strong when you were confirmed, the grace that renews you in the sacrament of confession, the strength that gives one life and union with God when you make a good and righteous Holy Communion. By this grace, you are saved and made ready, as St. Paul teaches us, to accomplish the works of God. And it's important during this midpoint of Lent to focus our minds on the simplicity of that grace. Right? That simple and profound, perhaps the most famous of all of the Christian scriptures. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. John 3.16. That simplicity, to dwell in it deeply and profoundly. I set before you a simple image. I don't know if any of you have been up to Green Lake, maybe an hour or so north of here. In one sense, it's not a huge leg. If you sit, uh, if you go to the delicious restaurant Norton's in the summertime and get a gin and tonic and sit out on the deck, you can see from one end of the lake all the way to the other. And I give that image because I use it as an analogy for the life of faith. It is that simplicity, all right? What could be more simple than trying to, in a peaceful way, on a summer evening, just stare and look at the lake? Not a vast ocean, just... There it is. It's the life of of your faith. The sacraments, the scriptures, the doctrine, the history. If that's all it were, though, you see one from the other. It's the depth that makes it so beautiful. As you may know, Green Lake is the deepest lake in the state of Wisconsin. And in the summertime, you see that sort of green-blue hue in the lake. It has that profound depth. That's what gives it its power. See, this is the simplicity of the life of faith. If all we do is stand in the edge and stare at it, well, what can happen is you can start to be a lot more interested in your gin and tonic than you can in the mystery of the lake. Let's have two, let's have three. You can start to be interested in in what so-and-so is wearing. Oh, let's stare at him or at her. You might be this or that comes on the, the TV and... The news, let's be distracted by this or that. That can happen, right? Because this is the verdict, says our Lord. The light came into the world and people preferred the darkness. And so it is to be deeply renewed in that, that I want to be convicted in the grace in which I was saved. I renew my baptism through good confessions. I call upon the power of my confirmation, principally in my prayer and in my study. When I come to the Mass, I put my love into it so that I make a good Holy Communion, full of an act of faith and of love. And I try to ward off all the things that go to ward against it. We are the ones who make it so complex, right? Pray for half an hour a day. Say the rosary. 
Read from your Bible 15 minutes every day. Study, right? I gave that book out at Lent. Read five pages of the book a day. The moment that comes, immediately all of the obstacles shoot up. Oh, I'd love to, but I have this and I have that and I have the other, right? And I know that I'm just that's in my own life, right? Immediately all the obstacles, all of the complexities, all the reasons that I can't, they arise, right? I use this ridiculous thing to record my homily. Remember when they told us this would make our life easier? Remember, again, I'm old enough to know when there was no internet. Remember when the internet dawned, right? Computers, it will make your life so much more fabulous and easier. Okay, now the internet will make your life so much more fabulous and easier. Now the phones, they do think for you. You don't even have to have a sentient thought in your mind from start to finish, right? It wakes you up and puts you to bed, all right? It'll pay your taxes for you if you talk to it in the right way, right? It'll make your life so easy. Well, is your life easy and simple, right? Every time I use this analogy, everyone's like, mm-hmm, yeah, right on preach, Father. We are the ones who do this. Now, you didn't make the world this way. I didn't make the world this way. But it's one of the reasons why the church structures Lent the way she does. Do your mortifications to go into the wilderness. Even the structure of the liturgy, all right? There's not so much accompaniment at Mass. The, the song tones are very simple. Jesus, I seek your faith. You can learn it in two seconds. Right? Communion's a little harder because it's in Latin, but you can figure out. Attende Domine et mis. These simple cries. I want to see your face, right? Think of when you fell in love. Or maybe when your child was born. All you do is see their face, right? I believe there is a Broadway musical about that. Just the look in her face. Attend it. Hear me, O Lord. Have mercy. I'm not perfect. That simplicity in our study and our prayer. So as we offer the Holy Mass today, as we continue to walk ask God the Holy Spirit to convict our hearts in that. God so loved the world that he gave his Son. There are all these moments of grace in the sacraments I received, in the, my time to make time for prayer, in my devotions, in the scriptures, all. And I strive to ward back all the million complexities of life in the shadows and the hints of darkness so that I can focus my life and be seen in the light of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.